Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of the Comic Thoughts Podcast. I am Connor Kennedy. I am, of course, joined by my regular Sam Cripps. I think he's to my left. He's on the left of my screen. And just below me, <laughs> below me is Ashraf. How are you two lovely lads? Ashraf, yeah, blow I'm him. Physically and literally. And oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ashraf. I, I, I'm, I'm below him. Um... That's what I was trying to say before I was really joke in there somewhere. interrupted. Which is weird. I'm yeah. Bottom. Power bottom. That's what I am. <laughs> oh, my friend, I am not a power bottom, even though Sam claims yeah. to be that I am. How are you, Sam? Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> introduce, <laughs> introduce the other people. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So we actually have some very important returns, actually. Probably the most important return. The amazing, central, seductive. It's my beard. It's back. Oh yeah! Uh-huh. Congratulations, God. welcome yeah. to Connor's beard. Relatively, uh, yeah. Like I wish we had cubes. It's it's <laughs> put it's on not, your three D glasses now. You can... not, yeah, <laughs> it's not the best. I kind of look like your brother's friend Owen, who shows up one night telling you how you really should be paying your brother back all that money you owe him. Just like, hey, he I feel really like there's something more that. behind that, but you should move on. I'm projecting. <laughs> uh, no, actually, the sensual uh, seductive one who's joined us today is Brett. We tried we tried to get your attention at the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair one day by doing that and you just had you were having none of it. I think you were too busy or you didn't care. <laughs> I couldn't uh, tell. It's fucking ignored. Never ends that day. So only imagine I have so many questions about like how you run the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair sometimes. Like just watching you run around like a like a like a madman. Sometimes. Brett, was at the toy fair? I'm <laughs> going crazy, yelling and everything. Uh, and speaking of crazy, the masculine and the powerful Bryony Davis, how are you? How's that? How's that? <laughs> They're trying to be masculine. How are you uh, out bench pressing Sam these days, I hear? Oh, it's been a hot minute since <laughs> we've even gone to the gym. So very unlikely at this stage. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. I'm bench pressing me as if. <laughs> Bring it on. It's all in the hips, mate. Um, bench press? No, it's not. But anyway, move on. <laughs> hip thruster. There we go. It's better. You can hip thrust all you like. All right. Let's <laughs> dive straight into that first question. Right. Our first question is... Spoilers. Hey, Australia, we finally got Venom. Yeah. And we've all seen it, it finally. Like... It's, it came out on DVD the day it came out. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, fucking everyone had it before us this time. Everyone. Everyone. Usually Australia gets it a couple of days or a day before. Sometimes a week before. Why but, is uh, like this time we got the lurch. If Sam's glitching, am I glitching? No, you're not. Yeah, just started to glitch. Man, I'm, assuming, oh. I'm assuming the others are all on the internet as well. Son of a we bitch. We are going to have such a fun episode today. <laughs> I mean, speaking, speaking Brett's computer is apparently at 2% and Sam and Brian are already glitching. <laughs> I, awesome. I have problems right. too. I want to be in It's up to 6%. We're going good. We're going good. Oh, Fuck. Oh, nice. Full All steam right. ahead, boys. Connor, so, choose one person at a time to go through this because otherwise we'll end up as a mess. All right, we will go okay, alphabetically sure. with Ashraf. Tell us, what did you think? Oh, my of name's Venom? Ashraf. Uh, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> All these years. obviously, spoilers. And 
if you haven't watched Venom and want to keep spoiler free, don't even bother. <laughs> it's, it's too late. It, honestly. Yeah, like my before I watched the film, my friend or my coworker told me that they watched it and they told me that there was no story. I didn't understand what he meant. Then I watched the film. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's just a bunch of weird events. Um, I like the Venom and Eddie stuff. I thought that was really cool. I like I like the fact that the romantic relationship allegory is really more overt now. Like Venom's like at a coming out, like he's doing a coming out speech, talking about how Eddie is ashamed of him and keeping him a secret. I thought it was really funny. And then he confesses his love at the end. Oh. Um, but the Carnage stuff was awful. If you're a fan of Carnage, you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, overall, um, I think the main drive was just the post-credit scene. I thought that was the highlight of the film, and the second highlight is the Venom and Eddie stuff, which is always fun, I guess. <laughs> All right, um, I think Brett or Brett, Brett, B R E, Brett, you're next. What did you think of Venom? <laughs> um, well, it was very interesting. I think Sam and me had the same response. I think what was it? Shit was the message. Yeah, hot, <laughs> steaming shit. <laughs> no, it was it was good. It was good. I thought about it after, and there was a lot more to it. It was kind of. It looks like it's they're they're trying to feed themselves into the MCU, so they had to kind of change it a little bit. And yeah, I don't know. It it's gone from like these big massive pictures that they used to make, like. Well, that they make like the, all the MCU stuff and then the DC stuff, and it's more like a remember all the, all the movies they used to make in like 1998, all those yeah. like things like Daredevil and the Hulk and all that stuff. It's more like that, it's just this little standalone thing doing its thing, knows what it is. It's not trying to be Avengers Endgame or something like that. So, I thought, yeah, afterwards that that's kind of more what it was, but yeah, it was still a slap in the face to anyone that likes Venom. Um, like you said, the scene where he's out, he's got all glow sticks on him and everything like that. And I'm like, that's not Venom. <laughs> and um, that he's got pet chickens and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just odd. But yeah, there's the, yeah, there was a lot of things like that didn't make sense in it too. Like Shriek, is Shriek a mutant or how did she get her powers? That bothered me. Oh yeah. How the fuck? So you could, she could technically be a mutant if Disney are allowed to put mutants in there, but I don't know. So that was an unexplained thing for me. And, um, but yeah, I did like, like, I don't know if Woody Harrelson was the right pick, but. Um, Sam has know. opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's talked about he the casting. Quite look at, they, they tried with the, the. Nice little 1994 haircut that he had for <laughs> two issues, and then they realised how shit it was. Um, but yeah, I don't think he was the right pick. But Venom, their their relationship still kind of yeah, I don't know whether whether it grew on me or not, or but it's still yeah, I don't know whether the the Carnage character came across as it should have. But I guess it was a they were trying to make it a a one movie kind of character and I guess they did it and killed it off even though it's Phantom's biggest nemesis and Maximum Carnage would have been a brilliant thing to include Spider-Man in and everyone else but that was their little hmm. I have theories, I have massive theories, Brian. There are plenty of theories Brian, you yeah, gonna, you are next. You gotta jump in Okay yeah. oh, um, We've got one more, it's not going on too long Yeah, go do for it, it. 
the final scene, the Spider-Man scene, um, do, are we going to come back on that? or are we... we are going to come back on that. It's yeah. like one of the yeah. only things about this movie that's genuinely worth talking about. Yeah. Kind of period. I, well, I'll leave it now, but yeah. Is it, um, just give it a three out of five. Three out of five. Oh, Ooh, that's being generous. Three out of five. Yeah, yeah I think that's... Two and a half out of five. Go Andy Circus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit sad, isn't it? <coughs> a lot better than that. Anyway, running. Um, definitely felt like they were trying again too hard in this film. Like if you just pulled out like the toxin cop, whatever the hell his name is, if you just remove him altogether from the story, you might have had more time to flesh out the whole shriek thing and we're like, what is her deal? And then if you'd even remember like, his reporter, journalist, whatever her face, like I can't even remember her name. Blonde remove her. If, yeah. Like, she yeah, Venom. Yeah, She Venom, which I loved She Venom in the, in the first movie. I was like, that's a cool little weird <clears throat> thing to do. Nice, but you didn't have to revisit it. And they spent so much time trying to have so much going on that it just, like the core story was weak as shit. Oh, yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I feel like that's right. <laughs> Let's unpack this bitch. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, right. Sam, my name does not start with. Oh, a, God damn it. I forgot that you hadn't said anything yet. Yeah, <laughs> I actually haven't said anything. Here we go. <sighs> You've been waiting. Yeah. Um, with bated breath. If you could personify mediocrity in the form of a two-hour film, yeah, like 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 Venom is a whole bunch of just okay. I liked it for what it was. Couldn't give it a one star out of five because it wasn't that shit. Couldn't possibly give it a four out of five stars because it wasn't that good. It just was, and it always just was. <laughs> That's about all I could really give it as far as like an overall critique. Things I took away from it. Um... Nothing. Silence. So like, nothing. Like, like, it's like nothing. The thing that I liked from the first movie is still in the second movie, and that I like Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, and I like his relationship with Venom. I didn't mind the pride stuff. I didn't mind the romance stuff. I didn't even mind the chicken stuff. I thought that was all just <laughs> fine. And even at times, got a nice, sensible chuckle out of me. But as far as, like, anything else in this movie, I thought there were some decent moments with Carnage and Cletus Cassidy. You take the one breakout scene he did at the um, fucking, uh, when he broke Scream out of prison, you take that one scene out Shriek. of context. Shriek, sorry. Scream's the symbiote, actually. I just realised that. Scream's actually another symbiote. Um, you take Shriek out, that Shriek breakout scene with, with him and her, and then just in the car doing donuts, killing cops. So you put that on YouTube and you say this is a fan-made film. That's a fucking good fan-made film right there. When did he learn how to drive? When did <laughs> she learn how to drive? Yeah. Haven't they been like in and out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like and never, never one that seemed to try to rehab them either. So it's not like they would have been given any skill sets. And no real yeah. reference to why they like that certain car. Yeah, her dream car, which I don't know how she even knows it exists. And I mean, it's not even the biggest how the fuck they do that. Uh, apparently, Carnage can hack the internet. Yeah, yeah. Just, he does that in the comics, he, though. But Wait. does he just hack government websites out of nowhere? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> 
you get the knowledge from? Like, it's not like Eddie knew how to do that and he got it from, from there. He's just, oh, all of a sudden, boo, 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 boo. The movie didn't, yeah, uh, the movie didn't even explain what Carnage is. Carnage is just like Noob Master 66 or whatever it is. <laughs> they literally, the post credit scene is literally where they finally go, oh, by the way, yeah, Venom was pregnant and never told Eddie. Like, they never addressed it in the movie. Like they, yeah, they, they should have. They, they made a joke about it because they were watching like a um a, a Spanish um soap so, opera yeah. about yeah. a girl being pregnant, and then Eddie was like, uh, "It was like sometimes we have secrets," and he's like, "Yeah, that's a pretty big secret." It's like you wait till now to mention this. I mean, he does say, you know, father in the church, yeah. and then the priest mm-hmm. goes me, and he goes like, "No, that father." It's like okay, this feels like you've just you. It feels like they wrote the script, and near the end of writing the script, one of them just went, "Oh, we should probably mention this somewhere." And right, oh, like I need going to, back. Let me go. Let me go. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. This is happening. One. These are these are the things I liked. I liked that there was references to Noel hidden throughout the film. Because I like Noel. And that's yeah. cool that it's such a recent book to get references. So yeah. and but no other fucking person, unless it's one of us comic book guys, is gonna get that. All the people that just go and watch these films because they enjoy them, which is fine. Uh, are going to sit there going, why the fuck are they spending like 10 minutes zooming in on squiggly writing? Or why is some of those drawings in the background so important? Because there's references for Noel, which I'm assuming, once again, with the way he died and the kind of weird stuff at the end, I feel like has a reference to him, uh, Carnage coming back for the Noel part of the story, possibly. Maybe as someone else, you know, Carnage on a different person. That uh, the next thing I did like uh, was, I, once again, I do like uh, Tom Hardy as Eddie. Um, I didn't like all the silliness in this one. It just felt a bit more forced. The first one, it kind of made more sense as they were getting to know each other. This one just seemed really forced. The kitchen scene and that, yeah, got a chuckle out of me, but that's not what I want from a Venom film. I didn't want to be chuckling all the way through it. I want Venom to be the lethal protector, like he says, 6,000 times. Yeah, oh how God. many times do they just, just chuck that one crawl out? Crawl that in. Mash think- that in your throat. And even yeah. Carnage's bullshit line out of nowhere Let on the church. be Carnage. Yeah, there's another terrible impression. Uh, so just <laughs> like fucking shit house. Like just the amount of force. Like there's felt like forced content. They're like, crap. I feel like Andy's probably been given the script and gone, ah, Right. <laughs> like, I've got to make this work somehow. And it, nothing did. Um, yeah, I don't know. Danced and darted around the fact that Carnage was out there. I think it would have, the film would have just been better if we just followed, like you said, get rid of everyone else, followed Eddie and Venom trying to figure out who Carnage is. And if we even didn't find out now, that would have been cool. If Carnage was just literally slaughtering people on the news or something, and they're all like, everyone's trying to get the big scope. And at the end, he was captured. That would have been way cooler. Would have made more sense. But no, they just had to be like, here's Woody Harrison with a shitty wig. Now here's Woody Harrison with cut hair. Still looks and he's, shitty. Mu- he's killed a pimp in an alleyway. And now we're committed to like the shirt. Yeah. And the, the thing that really, really bothered me is in the film, in certain parts where there should be, I think, maybe running or something, Woody Harrison is limping. He's also got a broken nose. The symbiotes fucking heal their hosts. Why is Woody walking around looking like shit the whole time? 
Like it makes no in sense. Woody's he's literally defense. limping around it's in Woody. one scene when he's just meant to be walking. Like it's almost like he's pretending to do a pimp walk, but he's actually just fucked his leg. So he's just cut, like, cut, cut, yeah. cut. Woody, you, you, we, why are you limping? I, I don't know. I just kind of started this morning. I didn't want to. I'm in like my fifties, man. It happens. Why? Why? Yeah. Why they cast someone <laughs> in the fifties? He was always meant to be younger. I thought. Well, than they had a young actor at the start who I looked at and went. That, that looks like Carnage! They voice yeah, him over Carnage. with Woody Harrelson. Why the fuck are they using that guy? Use that they guy! Dubbed him, they dubbed him over Woody Harrelson's voice. It's so bad. Imagine being that young guy and he's like, yeah, I got my first film. And then they dub his voice. It was <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I, I have seen a few anime in my time and yet somehow, some way, Sony still does a worse dub. What did, uh, especially I want to ask Brett this one, what did you think of when they how they introduced this love story but like with carnage carnage been all lovey just made me think what the fuck why did you have to give a psycho a plot well what with shriek well that's, yeah that's the storyline of maximum carnage yeah but they, not as shit <laughs> yeah, they meet in ravencroft and then that's where they fall in love and there's even like a wedding scene in maximum carnage and stuff like that as well so i think that's where they stole that from but because he fell in love with her because she's so dark and that's one of her other powers that's not shown in the thing is that she can make people pretty much go out and rape and pillage and kill and everything like that. She turns their emotions away and then those emotions are the same emotions that Carnage always has. So I think that's why they tried to do the whole kind of love story there. But I don't then know. they tied it in with the... Do you know how they always say that Carnage doesn't really have an origin story? He's constantly lying. Yeah. And so the origin story they use, they stole that from... Oh, fuck. Cool animation, though. Because it's Eddie Brock and and Cassidy are in prison together. And that's who gets the thing on him um, when when the symbiote breaks Eddie out. But Ashraf, you had a point. The animation when it's the little postcard that's around in circles. Yeah. That was, was cool, really cool, actually. Yeah, the null reference that then yeah. turned into the yeah. story. That was cool. Yeah, it was actually probably one of my favorite moments of that movie. Like creatively, so someone came up with that idea and that person probably like deserves all the money they got. From it's in a book though. It's actually is it might be and the he, same one. Maximum. He squishes a spider. <gasps> what does yeah. that mean? Oh <laughs> the rescue that never comes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's too much. I don't know. There was there's carnage to me, as far as I can remember from the books. Though, in many times, he said, "Oh, what you think is my origin story isn't basically like he's just constantly lying." So I hated that they gave him a defined story. They should have kind of. I wanted him to just be more of a mystery. Um, Carnage is Marvel's Joker, just fucking psycho for no apparent reason. When they try and introduce reason and rhythm and why, it just doesn't work. I think they needed that, though. They needed to be that he was crazy because his parents beated him and all that stuff, and that's why he killed them. It is, I will say, in a car, in a modern in a modern setting, it's very hard to make a movie where you just go, "The guy's crazy." How he's got? Yeah. He's just crazy. It's like, okay, but what has he got? Has he got this? Has he got that? Has he got this? Why is nah, it leaves it up to is you? Is allure, Connor? It's like Joker. Mm. That's why people are so upset with Joker. There's, there's, you know, this it's the mystery yeah. of why he's like the way he is. People <laughs> yeah. want to project their own trauma yeah. onto this guy. 
Like it's like it's hard to do a, a modern movie where you just say, "Oh, he's crazy," and be sensitive about mental health at the same time as well. Though, like, it's... I don't think they were trying to be sensitive about mental health. They and they, I yeah. mean, in next kind of film, you kind of wish they'd just do what was good for the film, fuck everything else. But they did it. So let's jump into the best part of the whole film: that ending, the romance. Oh yeah. Let's go in the, the tension between Eddie and Venom. <laughs> let's go oh, right around. They confess their love at the end. Well, yeah, they, they straight up were just on the beach confessing. Like, well, Venom yeah. was confessing his. You love Eddie. me. He doesn't even have yeah. to paint his nails and sit on his hand to pretend it's someone else. So, like the kind of sex that a symbiote can do, a stranger. Like that, there is some, there is some <sighs> fucked up shit that a symbiote can do with you. Good. And now let's do the Spider-Man ending. Let's talk about it. Brett, you had something. You should definitely dive this out. Yeah, do it. So I, I rewatched it because I saw it in the cinema, obviously, and then I, re, I found it online from a lead <laughs> source and watched it ending again. And um, there's, I don't know if it's just me, but yeah, there's Loki. Loki, so cute. <laughs> the cat that denies my love. <laughs> um, I think in that scene, they jump into the MCU. So the whole Venom movie is in the normal, like, Venomverse, the Sony. Yeah. And then in... <laughs> Why is the cat barking? <laughs> okay, can you guys hear that? Because okay. they're sitting in, in the, like, a shitty um, hotel room watching that Spanish soap, whatever it is. That's a novella. The next mm. thing. And then... It cuts to J. Jonah Jameson. And so they're going on Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And then it cuts to Venom almost like he knew who he was. Who it was. As in they'd had some form of interaction previously. Like the symbiote knew. Yeah, like, okay. So were uh, we not all on yeah, the same page yeah. with that? I thought yeah, that was so so right. So the hang thing on, was hang on, hang on, let Brett finish, hang on. That, Okay. Uh, so you guys saw this. Oh, I thought I was alone in this. I feel I don't. See I just this. thought that was what we. Was yeah, that... that's what it was. No, he, I kind of. And then what <laughs> happened was. Then what happened is you know how they said, "Oh, there's um, hive mind." The, the tray, the, the towels are turned into ducks. Oh yeah, yeah. Dead like the hotel room, and then that guy came out of the shower. Yeah. And he's like, "What are you doing in my room?" Almost like he had switched from. Sonyverse into the MCU in that yeah. minute, and that was the minute that Doctor Strange did the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought that minute. I, I definitely I, thought we all got that. Yeah, I, I, thought, yeah, oh, yeah, I only yeah. realized it like today. I was really oh, like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, what, 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 what got my sister was a bit confused, but again, my sister was also legally blind. So, um, basically, Venom went to go be like, I will show you a fraction of the hive mind knowledge that we have. Across before he multiple said that, universes. He said yeah. across multiple yeah. universes. So he's implying that the symbiote hive mind is a multiversal construct in this world, yeah. not just a single Venomverse concept, which I think is 80 billion light years. Yeah. Really fucking cool. This idea that the, the, the symbiote, like the null, is a multiversal monster is super cool to me. Um, then he was like, and then the whole light show happened, and then they shot out of bed, and then I was like, what's that? And, and he's like, that's a pillow. And he's, and no, he's towel. Like, a towel and he's like what was that and then it was like i didn't do that 
So straight up, he was like, I didn't do that. that that's not me. This is not me doing it. And then that's when the news report was going on about uh, yeah, and that's, that's the, the spell picking in. And yeah, that's the spell. Yeah. 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 So, but that wasn't written. Apparently, that whole Venom bit at the end was written in and added in by Sony. Apparently, Marvel had nothing to do with it. I don't know about that. No, Kevin Feige has said in interviews that it was a collaborative work. It was just a lot of work. It wasn't Sony just showing Uh, it. Because I did notice that the graphics got slightly better then. Sony, I, no, that's just how the universe looks like. The, yeah. The, yeah. Sony does not have. I would not. I would think that Sony does not have the individual right to just use Tom Holland's Spider Man like that without consulting Marvel based on their deal. It's a Sony production, the movie. It's a Sony production, but also the Marvel series logo is also at the front, so it's a joint production. Um, is it? It's not. It's Marvel Entertainment, right? It's Marvel, yeah, Marvel Studios like at the start of every single MCU Spider-Man well, no, movie. No, it's, a joint, no, it's oh, entertainment, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> no, Marvel Studios yeah. like at the start oh, okay. of every single... Yeah. It is a joint production, which means they, so, should pro- they probably sorry, have to... Sorry, I was from a different universe. Yeah, ...consult on. Um, on these sort of things. And if Sony went and just did that without Marvel's permission, there would be shit. Um, <laughs> there would be a shit storm. But it does seem like... When is that not happening before? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, jump in. Um, I did see some comments being like, oh, it's it's the way of like the MCU shitting on the Sony-verse because when they appear in the MCU-verse, they've got a better hotel room and there's two swans made out of towels. And a guy. <laughs> Just a random man. Yeah. My, um, Even better. And my favourite bit about that ending is that finally we might see some Venom-Spidey interaction. That's oh, That's yes. all, you know, that's all that I kind of want. And... And I want it to be done well. I'm just worried about how that is all going to play out. I'm worried that because with Venom wanting to be this lethal protector hero, is he just going to kind of copy him and it's going to be all goofy? Or is he going to go in with the idea that he's a criminal because of what he's seen on TV and try and eat him? I think Venom battle or team up or whatever is it's going to be its own movie. There's no way it will happen. Yeah, I I agree with Brett. In, even in Spider-Man Four, whatever it is, I'm I don't think like that. But I think the the worst they they ruined it by getting rid of Carnage because Carnage was always like a, he's always been like a an enemy of both of them. And throughout the comics, every storyline is those two teaming up to beat Carnage. And now that he's gone, he wanted Venom to realize Spider-Man's a good guy and them to team up. That's the perfect movie for those two. Yeah, and that option's lost now. Yeah, unless they just put um, the hosts of Carnage onto someone else. There's been many people have had the Carnage symbiote. That could be the other thing. Part of me does wonder if maybe they'll just like um, Eddie Brock, like Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, will just not really be in this next Spider-Man film, and he'll just appear at the end and be like, "Well, that was intense." Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm not gonna try and kill you, and they'll try and do it like that. So that then there's the space for them together in their own film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about the scene now. Me too. Me. I want to say something. Um, uh, it will out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I watched the film with Anisa and a group of friends, and um, we were basically the only people in the theater. And when Venom licked uh, the screen with a uh, Spidey on it, uh, Anisa yelled, um, "Yeah, I want to lick Tom Holland's face as well," or something along those lines. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I do agree with that sentiment. I do want to look Tom Holland's face. In that in that moment, I was Venom. We are Venom. <laughs> <laughs> we are Venom. 
And um, did you guys also notice that like that shot of Spidey was like it's not from Far From Home. It's like it's just Peter Parker without his mask standing in the street looking around. <laughs> he had a Spidey so, suit on. Yeah, he had a Spidey yeah. suit on. But in Far From Home, he, he the the picture they use is just a p- picture of Peter Parker. Well, it makes me wonder if that is that, in, that is exactly yeah, no when Doctor Doctor Strange used the spell. So there is a scene with Peter in that costume looking around like that. In public, like, in just public. in the street. Which yeah. is when he decides, you know what? I, I have to go get the Doctor Strange spell. I have, to get, I have to get someone's help. I know a wizard. Yeah. Your wizardry. Well, from when he's outed, from then until when he does the Doctor Strange spell, that could be you know, one day or it could be like three weeks and there's going to be more news reports yeah. over that time. But so, now we're speculating you know. into another film and I think we should talk about best Venom recommendations, don't you, for comics? Yeah, 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 we should, sure. Uh, let's start with you, Sam. All right. Well, I just got a couple of really good books here. Just thought I'd uh, Sam, this. Sam, Sam, Sam. One yeah. or two. These. It's just gonna be mega quick. I promise. One, one or two, because then we run out of recommendations to give. Uh, you, no, you won't, because this is all pretty much one book. Um, okay. So in Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> there is Carnage and Venom versus the Amazing Spider-Man, and I thought that was good fun. Uh, there's a 9.8 of that Amazing Spider-Man 362. Um, there's the Carnage conclusion, obviously, in Amazing Spider-Man 363. Look at that, another 9.8. Pretty happy with that one. And I mean, you got to look at Amazing Spider-Man with 361, the 9.8 first appearance of Carnage, right there. It's a little hot ticket book, especially because of the white pages. Having a 9.8 is very lucky. And if you're really, you know, pushing your luck here with Amazing Spider-Man. There's also the first appearance at a 9.2. So I'm pretty happy with all of that. That's Amazing Spider-Man 300. Um, and, you know, if we're talking modern stuff, then you can't go wrong with Donny Cates' wrong of Venom. You can't really see those. It's the first issue signed by him. And number 27, which is the first appearance of Codex at a 9.8 for each of those as He has well. a special thanks in the credits, Donny Cates. Exactly. For good reason. So yeah. if you're reading these, you'll end up into the Null stuff. So if you look, yeah. I suggest getting all Venom, Donny Cates. It recently finished and it was all good. There we go. Donny Cates is Venom. Do it. Righty. I don't have one. <laughs> Did you know you were meant to have one? Oh, she wasn't sent an itinerary. Um, okay, but yeah, she doesn't. Cool. She doesn't. Hasn't. Read also, any. it's been a hot minute since I've actually read comics because all of the stuff that I like yeah, tends yeah, to shit. So I'm being a bit yeah. bitter. So feel free to just that skip it. That is me. totally fair. I filled um, in her gaps for her. Then, all right. That's uh, interesting. Brett, um, do you have any recommendations? Um. Obviously, I think the best Venom story is the original Venom story. It's, it's, it's perfect, the way McFarlane McFarland. did it and wrote it. Yeah, it's great. So that's why I went and got my... I knew you were going to pull that one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Venom. Are we comparing? Venom. Don't know what hit him. Oh, look out. <laughs> He's got two. So there's my 9.8-ish. And there's my... Dallas Stevens pedigree collection one. Nice. Dallas Stevens collection. Definitely not having a like my horse is bigger than your horse. <laughs> I've got a 9.2. That's pretty damn good. Not, not let the devil in. 
So everything's in storage, so I don't know where they are. But. Anyone else curious how Tom Hardy's performance would have changed if they stuck to Venom being a woman like they originally wanted it to? Being a woman. Uh did you yeah. guys not know that before before they came up with Venom as what he is now, it was originally meant to be a woman that was trying to kill Spider-Man secretly until she revealed herself as Venom. Never she, was, she wasn't meant to have a symbiote or anything. It was originally a completely different concept. There was Spider-Man just kept on being like being tripped up while he was web swinging by someone who wouldn't trigger his uh, spider Spidey sense. sense. Peter and then uh, the editor at the time was like, yeah, a woman's not going to be a threat to Spider-Man. Make something more. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Don't know what hit him. Oh, well, he's already <laughs> always had that. And that's why, because Eddie Brock had been introduced earlier. And then... No, it wasn't, wasn't planned. No, it wasn't planned. patriarchy up. strikes again. Yeah. But I do like the fact that Venom is like male-coded. It makes the relationship between Eddie and Venom more interesting, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. More interesting for the screen, at least. <laughs> I think it works better because it builds their relationship and, yeah, obviously the way that that um, they go and it introduces the character is, yeah, I don't know. I think it's perfect the way they did it. Oh, and it, it works. Was totally it wasn't his creation and he's the one that kind of wrote it and it was before Venom got twisted when he was still kind of happy-go-lucky to an extent. But I don't know. And other stuff in that story like with Black Cat and Mary Jane, and all that was good as well. The Spider-Man side of Venom. So. I think I have a copy of it in a collected edition if anyone here needs to borrow it and read it. Wait. Ashraf, do you have any recommendations? Okay, so um, Sam basically said what I was going to recommend. So <laughs> I, <laughs> it's after man. watching the film, I'm like, man, I wonder if in the comics uh, have they ever expressed... Um, the relationship between Eddie and Venom is something that's romantic. And then I was like, hey, you know, I didn't finish Donnie Cates' Venom run, so I'm going to read more of that. So I bought uh, the volumes that I haven't read yet. And then yeah. I reread from the start. And then I realized that at the first time I read Donnie Cates' run, I read it as an allegory to addiction and being addicted to something to the point where you destroy all of the relationships in your life because of that addiction. But the second time reading it, it's very much you know, like, a relationship allegory as well. <laughs> like, and I think it's in issue eight where um, Eddie is talking about being Venom's second choice. Like, Venom likes Flash Thompson more yeah, and Spider-Man more yes. and Venom has to make do with Eddie. And then Eddie feels hurt, like, heartbroken about that. And he also talks about how, like, the hive mind connection that Venom has to Null and everything, when that's severed and Venom is, like, um, you know, running on Eddie's impulses. He compares that to like when you break up with someone, but you still have to see them. It's like you're, the hive man that you used to have, which is the relationship, it's gone, it's severed. So I'm like, wow, that's this is all still there. <laughs> it's interesting that like when when I thought the film was doing that romantic relationship like for the first time, I guess it's always been there. I just haven't you know, realized it until uh, I, I reread Donny Cates' run. And that run is brilliant. <laughs> um, Donny Cates puts a lot of his own life experience into it because Donny Cates used to struggle with addiction and with, like, I don't know, romantic hang-ups, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's badass. And, uh, like, I think if people want to find out more about Venom, they have zero knowledge on it, just read, like, in the entirety of his run because, like, that run not only uh, explains a new story and explains new concepts, like Null and everything, it also, like, retells who Venom is and why he is the way he is and why Eddie Brock is the way he is. 
and it does also doesn't like it dances around spider-man so like it's not you know spider-man doesn't really appear until later on <laughs> hey, yeah. spider-man appears. Miles you know, hey spider-man, Spider-Man appears uh in the first volume yeah miles which is a cool subversion i think <laughs> if you like reading about that kind of relationship stuff there's one called the hunger like a mini series from i don't know whatever it was early 2000s late 90s um and it's pretty much about how the symbiote's only staying with eddie because he's got terminal cancer yeah uh, he wants to get away from him but he stays with him but then he just wants to go to spider-man because he hates eddie and wants to be with spider-man um, and it's the same kind of thing like you said it's massive the whole story is about their relationship 96 like, is the yeah. hunger yeah um, len kaminsky is it yeah yeah, yeah just, i was just looking up my um, stuff yeah 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 that's a good one to read if you like that so cool cool yeah i definitely read it <laughs> so if you um if you want to know why eddie is venom's second choice then you should probably go ahead and read the entire flash thompson run of venom uh, which I yeah. highly recommend because Flash Thompson is a great Venom. Shit she is house. fucking awesome. Agent Venom Crap. was amazing. And Terrible. Flash Thompson was a great <laughs> choice. One of the best of things that happened to him, like it reinvigorated Venom because he was... Yeah. yeah, it literally... And now you got Agent Venom with guns and shit like that. Oh, and the Guardians Agent of the Galaxy. Venom. Oh, it was good. The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was okay. It was fun. Yeah. But Agent Venom was where it was like, no, this is actually like some quality... Something is new. Agent Venom Volume Two. Agent Venom Two. Because there was Volume One, which was like in the two thousands. Because Venom didn't have a volume run. He had like oh. a bunch of mini series until like the early two thousands. I heard the uh volume one was the the mini five parter. Where it was basically <laughs> ripping off one. the thing, wasn't it? There was about twelve issues in it. it yeah, yeah. Exactly Spider Man uh all that kind of all cartoony. It was like two Shiver? Venoms, was right? it Shiver? Shiver. So Venom, Shiver is what's telling me is volume one. That's what I'm looking at on my... Oh, that might be the storyline on the inside. That one. Yeah, that's it. Like the cartoony house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, that series is technically called Shiver. Well, that's where Venom was, was, was drawn to be basically a giant lump. The yeah, entire time. I love that artwork. It's so good. In it, Shiver. Yeah, so, so cool. my recommendation yeah. is the Flash Thompson, um, the the Flash Thompson Venom run because it is actually really good and, and it explores another side of the symbiote, uh, another yeah. side. Of, uh, I might have to read it. I might have to finally yeah. get it then. Yeah. I, yes, I, I you've been shitting on it. Flash Thompson this whole time and you've not even read it. I read parts of it, but I just didn't like it. I got bored, so I stopped it's getting it. Even Eddie the, says he's more the, badass. Yeah. This the circle of some of the Death Circle or something like that. And it's got like Ghost Rider and everything, that storyline. Yeah, I believe so. That's the like oh. 15 and, and then there's like point one, point two, point three. Oh, wait, where like it, it ends with Red Hulk having the ghost of the yeah. spirit of vengeance and the symbiote on him at the same time. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome, Sam. Read that. I think I have read that. Yeah. yeah. Re- really quickly. There's so much to read. It's hard to like I can't get it yeah. to focus on screen. There's that many Venom series now, really, because there's so many minis that it's hard to like Remember which one's which? The 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 thing is, is that the Flash Thompson Venom run, it's it's got arguably the best Venom. It's got inarguably the best Jack O'Lantern. Straight up psychotic serial killer Jack O'Lantern actually like caves people's heads in, scoops their brains out, and puts a candle in their head and leaves them for dead as a serial killer Jack O'Lantern. That's I'm I'm for that. 
That's fucking cool. He's a slasher cool. villain in the superhero comic, and I love it. It's very cool. What do you guys think about the Ultimate Spider-Man version of Venom from the video game and from Bendis' run? Whereas, like, he's like a lab experiment. I don't think he's an alien, right? No, he's a lab experiment in that. Um, yeah, yeah, to cure cancer or and, something. And Peter Parker is actually ends up being carnage, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, and like uh, um, his parents or Eddie's parents and Peter's parents had something to do with the creation were, of the symbiote. They were, yeah. they were, they were that was in Ultimate. Are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't remember. Don't remember much of Ultimate. I only remember the death of Spider Man. The, best, yeah. the, the best, video game was cool. You get to play as well. It was. And one of the first things you do is you fight Wolverine in a surprisingly hard boss fight. <laughs> You yeah, that's like the ultimate. I've yeah, I've always read nothing of that. I don't know anything about the Venom. I've read the, the Death of Spider-Man to learn about Miles, and the issue twenty something to thirty something of Fantastic Four. It's the Marvel Zombies, and I love Marvel Zombies. I've read a hundred and twelve issues of Ultimate Spider-Man, every Ultimate X-Men book, and about fifty percent of Ultimate Fantastic Four, as well as the I'm first sorry. two and a half volumes of Ultimates. And I couldn't get through the third one. I've read Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Avengers 2 and Ultimate Avengers 3. Because in one of those books, it has Blade killing uh, the characters from Twilight. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen a panel of that on the internet somewhere. That's not petty at all. (laughs) That's cold. Let's just just shit on things made for teenage girls. I didn't know Rami Malek was, or Rami Malek was in Twilight. Yeah, he was Benjamin. Yeah. Someone pointed it out to me. I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember. My that. Twilight phase is showing. <laughs> we have got That's why your skin is so pale. Oh my god. <laughs> so we have got 10 minutes left. We've recommended some uh, things. We started at 740. Oh, did Sorry, 640. No, we've got 10 minutes yeah. left because Sam needs to leave. No, no, no. Oh no, he doesn't. No, 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 no. I went to the gym. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. you've changed your plan. You've changed your yeah, plans. Yeah, changed so. my plans. Oh, yeah. Change my plans. A bit inside baseball for you guys that are uh, listening at home. So uh, let's move on to the next topic. Well, tell you what, we all we all fucking love Venom. Obviously, it was the best movie ever. But yeah. you know, we loved it so much. I watched it twice for some reason. Five stars. <laughs> what, um, what would you um if you had to say one one sentence or like three words? What would you rate Venom? What's your three words? Uh, Ashraf, what are your three words? Um. Uncensored gay romance. <laughs> All right. Right. What are the three words you would use? We may. Oh. It's a damn word, isn't it? Violent buddy cop. Riding. Trying too hard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sam? Um, Don't say lethal protector. <laughs> I was trying so hard to. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> A sh- shitty '90s film. Just a movie. <laughs> it is a '90s film, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It it, it is basically it's a '90s character. No, it's it's you know what? It's really it's basically just it's the Venom movie that Sony wanted to make in 2007. Yeah. It's they no, were like, no look, I've got this script, and yeah. we'll just blow the dust up, and we'll you just whip this one out. They'll never know. My favorite thing is just that they're like every film these days, they're like, fuck, we need someone to play someone. Fuck, who do we get? We need someone, someone. And then someone goes, Well, Woody's free. Like, <laughs> he's still in the parking lot. He's just finished Star Wars. He's just finished being in that other musical. He's just finished being this. He's not doing anything now. He's he's free. Let's just throw him in. That, that's what I don't get. It's like Woody Harrelson is an award-winning actor. Andy Circus is an award-winning actor and actress. 
Michelle Williams is an award-winning actor and Tom Hardy like, is an award-winning actor. I don't get it. Like, well, on paper, it is such a stellar cast. Yeah. They're like, really good I, actors. I don't let's, care how good Let's an actor. get away from this because we're going to keep leaving about how shit it is and let's jump into something that's way more awesome. Actually, yeah, you know what? I agree. Let us talk about Hawkeye. The first two episodes of Hawkeye, Hawkeye came out last Wednesday. Um, and as someone who has, from episode one, mind you, episode one of this podcast, someone who has spoken about how much he loves the Matt Fraction one of Hawkeye, this 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 made me a very happy human being. This entire first two episodes made me so happy. The tracksuit mafia. I can't believe that they said tracksuit mafia, and I just couldn't stop smiling. Like, it's like fucking hell guys like this is this is so good it's 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 and like it's not just a it's not just matt fractions run just translated to screen even though that would have fucking worked it's its own story that suits within the canon of the mcu but man like when when fucking pizza dog showed up it was just like i was like dog i i looked at my i looked at pizza dog i pointed at the screen and went pizza dog and i was like what who's red he is going to be the star of this show and david Arja. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who's read it who's read it just you two yeah, yeah we, us three haven't read it really oh my god it is one of the it 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 deals with hawkeye's deafness it deals with a whole issue written from the perspective of the pizza dog yeah. um kate bishop is amazing in it they, they back and forth are amazing but also it, it actually deals with hawkeye's exes in one comic where like it's split into three sections and in each section Hawkeye deals with like uh, Spider Woman, Black Widow, and Black Canary separately. Um, and at one point, I think it was Black Canary goes to go hit Hawkeye. So this is really powerful moment where he says something. She turns around and goes to slap him. He just catches his hand and goes, "You don't get to do that anymore. You don't. You're not allowed to do that to me anymore." And she just stares at him. And I'm like, "Oh, fucking good stuff." I'm gonna show my. Um, I may sound very uneducated, but Black Canary. Yeah. Black Canary. Am I saying Black Canary? Yeah. Who am I saying? Who am I talking about? Black Canary. Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Yeah. Mockingbird. Yeah. Mockingbird. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. You. I was like, Dino. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Mockingbird. Sorry, you are correct. It's Mockingbird. I'm talking about right now. Not Black Canary. Bobby Morris. I don't know how the fuck that yeah. happens. Um, but Mockingbird. <laughs> I was gonna make the fucking DC joke this episode, but yeah. Yeah. Beat me no. to it. No, thank you. Wow, I feel ashamed yeah. of that. I was so excited to talk about this show. Yeah. I'm so happy. So happy. Um, I'm surprised that you have this reaction as someone who likes the run. But yeah, go on. I I did. I really like this um this this show. Like it's it's very much what they do with the MCU all the time, where where it's basically all right. Here's the thing that worked in the comics. We'll take what worked in the comics, but we've now got our own universe. We have to work it into. We can't just right. take this universe's story and plant it into ours, and then act like it's going to work exactly as it should. Right, yeah. How'd you feel? Uh, you, you know what? I think I'll go last. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go next yeah. real quick then because yeah. I'll just say that I enjoyed it. I haven't read those runs. Hawkeye's never been a character that I've read, obviously, like a lot of people, even people that are obsessed with Marvel stuff. Hawkeye's never been something I sought after. The dude of Arrows, I wasn't interested. I think he's a cool character and I do like him, just not something I've ever dived into. So this is kind of one of those cool moments again where I get to watch something and my expectations aren't really, you know, of anything. Like I'm not chasing particular moments like I was for Carnage. I'm not chasing particular moments for Spider-Man um, where this is just like, 
whatever happens, happens, and I'm enjoying it so far. There's a couple of comic references that I've liked. I've liked the dealing with the hearing stuff and how it just had that cool montage of him like falling over and explosions. Why? why, why how did? How did that yeah, happen? That and yeah, how just, did you lose your hearing? Then it's just yeah. a constant eating shit. <laughs> and I thought so, that was very clever. As someone who kept on saying, I wonder how they're going to deal with him going deaf in this. Uh, the, for them to do it in such a very casual, well, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Makes sense. Huh? I, wonder, I wonder if like, you know, Natasha also had some shit going on or if even Steve Rogers has something happening with his body where it's like, you know what? Yeah, there's something happening. Erectile dysfunction happens yeah. to one in yeah, four the, the men. Yeah, the serum like, effect on him. Brian, effect. dive in. I'm keeping the time. Um, time. I'm like Sam, haven't read Hawkeye, but I am um, a big, I mean, I grew up with the Hunger Games, so give me some with a bow and arrow and I'm fucking in. But also um, Jeremy Renner is my, like, mm, zaddy into it. So I'm just having a great time here for the journey and I'm very excited to see Echo pop yes. up. Yes, yes. Native so American, cool. basically what I feel like they could have even done in the Black Widow film instead of doing Taskmaster, could have just used Echo. But, you know, anyways, very excited to see her. Uh, Echo's Kingpin's daughter. Daughter. Daughter, And she has held the Ronin title before. So. Mm. There is a, I mean, do you guys think that Kingpin will show up, like all the theories are saying? I think that people shouldn't set themselves up for disappointment. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be. It's going to turn out Mephisto's her, her her father in the MCU, right? It's going to be Mephisto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. No, uh, Ralph Bonner. Brett, let's hear what you think of those first two apps. I think it's great how they tied it in. Like they built up a story that you already knew, joined it into the MCU through her being a kid, and then seeing her hero Hawkeye saving New York, and then from that she's yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, she's gone. I want to be like that guy. She's not just some girl that's good at shooting a bow and arrow. She's actually gone out with a reason to learn and done all the martial arts. Yep. Everyone's talking about the title screen, talking about um, how David Aja deserves to have credit, which absolutely he should have, like, at the least credit for the designs and everything, at the very least. Hey, him. was brilliant. Yeah, something, something, do something, right? The opening credit scene outside of that, the one thing I loved about it was that rather than go out of their way to show a montage of her growing up and doing all this stuff, they actually use the credits to tell her story about how she, but also more importantly, started on the third pedestal. And then a little bit later in the credits, she's on the second pedestal. And then finally she's on the first pedestal and you keep seeing her at one point, she gets her ass kicked. And then later on the credits, she then kicks the guy's ass. Like they're telling the story of not a Mary Sue, they're telling the story of a girl who basically just, didn't stop until she won she she was relentless and I, I think that's a much better story and a much better character than she saw hawkeye one day and now she's an expert marksman yeah so she grew she there was a reason why she was doing it she just wasn't, Two. yeah she, she had the motivation a, and actually yeah. followed through and she's a rich white girl so i can relate yeah. to that I can do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and i think i like the the yeah pizza dog and i'm hoping I know it would be a bit out of place, but you know, like the, the issue that won the Eisner Award or whatever it was? The yeah, yeah, the one that was from his perspective, yeah. 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 I hope that they either do a, an episode like that, which they won't, or they, oh, do, they, like, they do like I mean, a 10-minute like minute, minute featurette kind of thing. It yeah. gets added to it at the end where you get to see an episode from him. But, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah, Kate Bishop, they built her to be a, a great character already. 
Um, and the tracksuit mafia always going to be funny. They're putting in the comedy there, and comedy straight out the gate with that Broadway musical. Yeah, I love they were like, musical. we see you, Hamilton. Rogers, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, which was funny yet annoying. Who was the other hero in that? Was it like Ant Man? It was meant to be Ant Man. Yeah, they added a they added the seventh Avenger. But they had the he had the weird symbol yeah. on the suit. Yeah. I thought it was a different character. Yeah, I thought it was. It was Ant Man. I mean, like to be fair, like the whole the joke was that this is a production that is to be admittedly performed pretty decently well with a decent song, shit costumes, and very historically inaccurate. It it, it was absolutely like a shot at a lot of uh, a lot a lot of modern musicals. Like it was a shot, but like a loving shot. Like uh, we're actually going to hire some people who do musicals to do a, a shit musical. Yeah. Which uh, that song is available on Spotify at the moment. I was like. genuinely surprised that like they just like Lin Manuel Miranda didn't just like pop out in green paint as the Hulk. Like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda is like fucking, I would have. I'm not throwing away my smash. <laughs> no, Lin, uh, Lin. I keep I'm not throwing away my shield. You know what? I've just realised something. Ant Man technically was there because he time travelled. Yeah, I guess so. Scott Lang, yeah, he was technically there. But no <laughs> He's technically known. there. No yeah, one but... would have known about that, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't help. They've made, the, they've he, made he didn't help with the battle. No, they've made it all public, though. Does anyone oh. else now just imagine, like, you know, okay, so it's after, um, like, Endgame, and then they just do, like, the press run to be like, all right, everyone. We were talking this about this. Well, yeah, last last so we all know. Oh, two episodes ago. Yeah. Two episodes ago, we were talking yeah. about this. Like, who? The public knows about Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange. How the fuck? Like, what what, what was in that press release? Do people know yeah. about Rocket Raccoon? They're like, all right, guys, the talking raccoon. It was Rocket Raccoon who did the press release. I would love to hear Rocket Raccoons. Right, so first, there's this flocking idiot, right? His name is Quill. That's how this all starts. Bradley Cooper, uh, keep your heart out. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start with... The, the things I didn't like. So there's six episodes of the show. The first two episodes didn't grab me. We're already a third through the show, and like I feel like there's already padding and extra stuff. And like I read the run in 2015 or 2016, and I feel like um, this, you know, is it's just lifting surface elements from the run and the dialogue. Maybe like dialogue is really punchy, punchy, um, but like a lot, you know, it's it's not blowing me away as much as that run blew me away and as much as I like the run and because like the main thing is you can't adapt that run because Hawkeye is fundamentally a different character in these movies because Hawkeye kills <laughs> and he's a married man with a loving family <laughs> and um, you know he's not a, he's not really a screw up and everything and he's not yeah and and and, and um, Praxis Mafia is, is good Lucky is good but you know I'm I'm yet to be grabbed and uh, as much as it bears a surface level resemblance to that run, it's not that run. It's not even a comic Hawkeye because Hawkeye has no killing rule. <laughs> um, yeah, but what I did like about that run was that Kate Bishop is 22 and she was, you know, wanted to take up archery because of the the experience she had in Avengers in 2012. Like in 2011, I took up archery because I was obsessed with Hunger Games and Green Arrow. <laughs> and, uh, and then like, I'm 23 now, so I'm like, oh man, she's she's me in a TV show. <laughs> way better at it. Ash, yeah, I was like, way better. God, at I it. should wear purple more. 
Yeah, yeah. Fighting the mafia and underboss. Get that man a turtleneck. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be like. Native underbelly. You fighting off. <laughs> Exorbitantly rich. I do also, like. Yep, Pizza dog go. is way too smart in this. <laughs> but yeah, go on. I I do actually. What I really appreciate is the relationship between Clint and Kate. Like Clint clearly is like, I don't have time for this. It's not you. But the fact that you're in the middle of this means that you're going to be dealing with my shit. And Kate this whole time is like, okay, you're kind of being a grouch, but I get it because this is a shit situation. Like they seem to have this unspoken, I get it. This is why you're acting this way towards each other whilst also totally being open enough to talk about certain things. Like him being like, you're not going to listen to me. And she's like, probably not. And he's like, fine. But obviously as soon as we finish recording, this is the big thing. We're all going to go watch the next episode. Well, yeah, we are. Thing. We are yeah, legit. That's 100%. Yeah. Everyone that watches this is going to have already seen the episode. And be like, yeah. Hey. So, uh, guys. We'll be like, you- oh, these stupid people. Yeah. And be like, oh, you fuckers are in for so much more. Uh, the LARP. The LARP and now, okay, we've got one more thing we have to quickly cover. One more thing we have to quickly cover. Ashraf, you have something to announce. Something that you picked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm picking up Marvel books now for the first time oh. in like <gasps> years. Single issues. Guess what I picked up? I picked up Hulk. Fucking, yeah, Hulk by um, it's Donny so Cates. good because I love Donny Cates' writing. I'm like, oh, I want to see what he's doing with the Hulk because um, yeah, Alu Wing just finished his run and I haven't finished the ending yet. So yeah, well they switch books. They switch books. So Alu Wing and Rambi are doing Venom, and there's a reason why there's two writers on the Venom book. But uh, you have to finish the Venom runs, understanding. And but like, there's this Hulk following off from Alu Wing's run, which I haven't read. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. Some people might be upset because you can't reach those heights, I guess. <laughs> but this is like fresh start for Hulk. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I enjoyed it. I wanted to see where it goes. But yeah, it's like uh, I as big Donny Cates fun. Finished Immortal. Yeah, I'm not read Immortal. <laughs> I haven't finished Immortal yeah. Hulk yet, which I have been loving. Like that is amazing. Um, and everyone should pick it up. But I'm waiting for the last trade because I read that in trades because I was too late to the party with that but i jumped on this and i've already read the first issue even though i probably should have waited until i'd read immortal but i like where this is going it's got this really bizarre i don't know the banner vibe in this is really weird um with the way that he's sort of operating the hulk these days so it's odd as fuck yeah yeah it's really out there yeah yeah, it's worth checking out yeah hey he also says a really good line about how iron man has never beaten the hulk before he's like yeah it's true (laughs) And on that note, we're so close to finishing. Did Connor, did you have an outro at all? Uh, I, I had something I wanted to show everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I bought for the first time in my life an advent calendar. <laughs> of Lego? An Avengers Lego advent calendar. Are, are they That's snacks? Cool. So, or is no, it no, no it's, it's, it's actual Lego. So, like, you've got Christmas trees. You've got, like, Spider-Man in a bad sweater. It's, uh, it's Avengers cool. HQ. So... I'm going to be opening this bad boy. Do you think I should do videos, like little short videos each day of what each put thing it, is? Put it on your story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if you don't, I'll be pissed off with you. I want to see what you yeah. get. Awesome, yeah, put right. it on your story. So that's, that's yeah, I got a little Avengers advent calendar <sighs> going on. Have you opened the 1st of December yet? Yeah, it's 1st of December today. For, do actually, it right now. Yeah, let's do it yeah. now. We'll end this yeah. video on this. So uh, thank you for coming to the Comic Dots uh, episode, uh, the, uh, what is it? Oh, hello. I think that is a... That's a Thor Odinson, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I got a Thor. 
Yep. So uh, thank you for coming to the 51st episode of Comic Thoughts, everyone. We've got uh, on Thursday, on Wednesday. Yeah, on yeah. Wednesday, but from, uh, next week is our anniversary show. Oh no, we have to plan One something. year, isn't it? One yeah. whole year since we started this um, mistake uh, of an idea. Uh, but we're now too committed. No, it's not. Something special. It's not Thor. Sorry, it looked like Thor in the darkness. It's actually Iron Man. It's Tony Stark. surprise. Uh, I need to take next week short, off work, Brett. I'm not coming in. I'm going to be drunk uh, on <laughs> what, next Wednesday night. <laughs> As a special treat for your anniversary, you're going to be drunk. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're his boss. It's good to me. <laughs> I mean, to, you didn't want to go to the Midnight Spider-Man in two weeks. It's too I, late, man. I can't. I, I got oh, the, is I, Brett I got, going to the Midnight Spider-Man as well? I'm going to a Midnight Spider-Man. No, but no one wants to go with me. So wait, which, which, wait, which, which, which one are you going to? I don't want to with Thursday, 12.01. Yeah, which, wait, which one? Which 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 cinema? There's like four th- other Thursdays. Uh, Norwood, Extreme Screen. Oh, I was going to say, if you come down to the one at TTP, I'll be there. Uh, well, I've already got tickets now for the, for the um, evening one, Thursday night. Oh, yeah. damn it, Brett. Which I, could have come, but now you wanted to go to a stupid Lux thing. Sit up the front. I'm, I'm gonna. Gonna, I want my cocktails, all right? I need I, a drink. Cocktails here. They're better cocktails, too. Go to both. You can go to both. Look, Hoyt's Lux is a really good Floridora. It's, Hoyt's Lux is great, but like also at the same time, you can just go to both. Well, I'm seeing mine starts an hour earlier, so I can ring Sam and be like, I can't believe the vulture gets killed by a green goblin. The <laughs> comes out. I turn my phone off every time I go into one of these films. Willem Dafoe De- fucking midnight screening as well. It's really weird. Willem Dafoe me. was was. It's really weird that Willem Dafoe was played by Chris Pratt in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Connor, finish off your sign out. I have. On, this is uh, this is Tony Stark in a really bad sweater. Yeah. Um, and here's his little Iron Man helmet, so he can be Iron Man in a poor sweater, I suppose. Shoo, that was fun. Um, yay, Lego. Um, sorry, I think I've got Lego on the floor. That I can't find it. It's pissing me off. Um, Brandy, what do you think of Brandy? What do you think of um, Snake Eyes? No, no okay, look, fucking look end it, Connor, quick. Yeah. Did you have you seen Snake end Eyes, Brandy? Yeah. No. All right. Oh, goodbye. Oh, Thank damn it. Thing. How about you, Brett? Uh, have you seen Snake Eyes? Comic thoughts. <laughs> Thanks Snake for coming, Brett. Brett. By the way. That's all right. Thanks for yeah. having me on. We need you. We need you more often. Your uh, your dry wit brings more sex appeal to this podcast than you know. Dry wit. Yeah. Brett's uh, beard is the only thing holding this podcast like, together. Let me know more than three hours before I'm going to be on. Did um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam card. said he let you know last week? No, I have more. Oh, notes I forgot. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one so, word. Sam, did you seriously look at your boss and go, I'm going to give you a three-hour notice for you to show up? No, I told him last week, but then I forgot he- to tell him any more than that. <laughs> I was Just, like, if I was like, next week, you're keen? He's like, yeah, I'm keen. Hours, but can you come in? Right. <laughs> if I hadn't you at quarter to three, I would have forgot. You would have, I would have got like Man. a message, Brett, can you join our podcast in 12 minutes? We just talked about workers' uh, rights last episode. Look what I couldn't Ryan remember. Didn't stop me from watching Hawkeye. I bought this an hour and a half. Ago. Whoa! Oh yeah! yeah. Fuck yeah! So sexy. I've been talking at home till six o'clock. Yeah. I, I guess I'll, PS5, we'll so. both have to buy Battlefield and play it together. Oh no. Brian, I'm buying Battlefield. Hey, we should we should oh, all no. buy Battlefield and all play together. I'm still waiting for Horizon. 
I accidentally bought two. Sam, you may as well have one. Uh, he has he has a PS5. Oh. I have a PS5. Yeah, I know. I mean, like Battlefield. Oh, uh-huh. <gasps> really? How did you guys think he meant the PS5? Yeah, hang on, did you buy two? I was two, like, Jesus, did you say, Brett, did you say like, two just Battlefield? shoving it everyone's face. Oh, I'll buy two by accident, give you one, and then oh, buy a couple of jugs of beer to pay for. Give you one, but also dock it from your pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is Comic Thoughts. We're all going to play PS5 and get Battlefield, so I think you should all do that. I heard it's not that good. We'll play we don't care what they think. We'll test it. I'm, I'm watching Hawkeye, motherfucker. I don't know what you're Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll play. Then I'll buy Battlefield. I'm gonna. I'm actually. Gonna I'm gonna go see Jeremy Renner's. You guys have all played Miles, haven't you, Miles Morales? I'm, no, I'm. I'm building up to it. I'm replaying the. Uh, I'm replaying oh. the Spider-Man PS4 so first. Is it worth me redoing that? Uh, I no. I'm a weirdo. That's why I'm redoing that. Nah, it's game. it. Just jump into Miles. It's sick. You'll you love can, it. You That's can probably just do. jump into Miles. Like Did you buy it? Jumping into Miles. Jesus Christ! This is a lot. Did you buy it, Brett? Huh? Have you bought uh, the Miles Morales game already? No, no, I'm going to. So I'm thinking. I'll um, give you because we've got the disc copy, don't we, Brownie? You you bought it. I'll check if I've got the disc copy. I can just um, give it to you uh, tomorrow. To bu- to bu- uh, yeah, bunch no, of white I'll, I'll men talking copy. about is, buying is and trading a black. No, I'll get no, okay, that's pretty true. What is happening right now? <laughs> All right, we're leaving. <laughs> I'm on PS4 for the PS5. This is how I, this stresses um, everyone out. Is our endings? It's so. <laughs> Stressful. So oh, I've actually been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Still recording. Oh my god! He never stops. That's really Kakarot. Z. No, 